Okay, here we go. Today we are talking about provision. What does the Bible say about provision? And I'm giving you guys four verses on provision. And I think it's really going to bless you today. So let's buckle up, grab your Bibles and your booch, as in kombucha. It rhymed. I went there. <laughs> and let's dig in. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Let's begin with the definition of provision. This is just from dictionary.com. Provision is something provided, a measure or other means of meeting a need or providing or supplying of something, food or other necessities. So that's what provision means. And I, I think we really have to look at provision first from and always from a biblical perspective. And remember that before we tell, talk about the verses that one, God provides according to his will. God may provide differently than what we expect and that we have to find peace and trust and confidence in that, but knowing that he always does provide for his children. Um, secondly, is that God, while he will provide everything that we need, and we're going to go talk about those verses here in a moment, he also, the greatest thing that's provided is him, right? It's Jesus. It's the presence of Holy Spirit. It's growing closer to him. And so re remembering that provision for us as believers is having salvation. It's knowing that the provision's already been given through the gospel. And James 1.17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, whom there's no variation or shadow due to change. Every truly good thing in our lives comes straight from God. So that's the best news of all. And we can rest easy knowing that we do have so much already in our lives. So that's the first thing I just kind of wanted to cover. And now let's pop over into some scripture. I've got just a handful of verses I want to just look at here as far as what does the Bible say about provision? Because while maybe you are feeling the provision of God in his presence, maybe you are, you've been praying for financial provision. Maybe you've been praying for provision in your marriage or provision in your patience, 
Maybe you've been asking God to supply your need, right? That's what provision means in your business or in your health. And knowing that God is a faithful provider and that he hears your prayers. One of my favorite, favorite uh, promises of this comes from Psalm, uh, Psalms chapter 18, where it says, God, I cried out to God and he heard me in his mighty sanctuary, right? God hears our prayers when we cry out to him and just kind of finding that belief and growing in that trust that he will provide for your need. Maybe not in the way you expect and maybe not in the timing <laughs> that is convenient for you, but he hears you and his plans, they're better than yours. So Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. My God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory. So God will supply every need. That is a promise right here in scripture. Every need will be supplied. 2 Corinthians 9.18 And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. So because you're called to do good works for the kingdom, to use your spiritual gifts, to step out into your call, to be the light of the world, God is going to make sure that you have all the things that you need in all the times that you need them to be able to do the work he's called you to do. Isn't that so great? What I love about this too, you know, I see this as like nothing more, nothing less. Like God equips you with exactly what you need. So we always have to ask ourselves. Sometimes we have to question the desire for more. Why do I believe I need more right now? Don't I have everything I need? Not to say that desiring more can't be biblical because sometimes it can be, especially if God is calling you to the next level because, you know, much is given, much is expected, or you're, he's taking you places or you feel the call to tie that higher capacity or to pour into this mission or to get out of debt. You know, even that I believe is is stewarding your money for the glory of God, right? Not being in debt to the man, being in debt to man. But asking the question of like, am I so grateful right here in the provision that I've already been gifted? Okay, Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So another one that kind of stretches us a little bit is are we first seeking the kingdom of God? Are we first seeking righteousness and goodness and, and a pure heart? And then, scripture always does this. You guys know, I constantly point this out to you. It's not a happy, like, woohoo, like, la, 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 you always get what you want. No, no, no. But first, seek the kingdom of God. And then, God always does this in scripture. And then, these things will be added to you. So challenge yourself. Am I first seeking the kingdom of God? Am I praying? Am I surrendered? Am I in the word? Am I praying for his wisdom? Am I asking God for provision in these areas so that I can do it for his glory, right? Like even getting healthy, having provision, getting the supplies that you need to finally treat your body like a temple, that is a provision from God to give you the, the knowledge, to give you what you need to get that done. And knowing that you're doing it not, not because you want to look a certain way or whatever, but doing it because glorifying God, through the way that you treat your body, is a, it's a sacrifice, right? It's an obedience. And it's loving yourself enough to make these changes. 
loving yourself the way that God loves you. And I think it's such a beautiful thing, but doing it first because you're seeking after God. Okay, the next one. Beautiful reminder of gratitude and gratefulness. Philippians 4, 11 through 12. Apparently, we need to all go read Philippians chapter 4 because a couple of these verses are coming from here. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. How beautiful is this? That we can be content in any situation and that God allows us to experience hunger or that pain point in your life and abundance. He allows us as humanity to experience both. And I believe it's so that we can help other people. If we constantly walked out in abundance, we wouldn't have the the heart connection. We wouldn't have the experience to reach people with where they're at. And every single one of you listening, you are called. You wouldn't be listening to my podcast if you were not called to do something big and great in your life. You are here divinely because God is speaking directly to you that it's time. It's time to speak up. It's time to speak out. It's time to start. It's time to go. It's time to serve. It's time to rise. And if you have that call on your life, you better believe that God's going to walk you through some dry seasons because you've got to be prepared in your perseverance so you can rise to teach other people how to walk up out of the shadows. You know what I mean? So while you think while our lives, I believe, are never finished with the preparation, we're never finished walking through different variety of seasons in our life. Pain is not over. There is never a moment where we have all the abundance in every area of our life because that's not godly. It's not biblical. We have to walk through every circumstance. But yet, we will receive everything that we need to make it through. Philippians 4.19 God will supply every need of yours as we walk through it. So beautiful. So many lessons in there. Okay, and one final, final verse that I have to read you about provision. John 3, 16. You know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So while we struggle for more provision, for whatever need that we we really, we desperately do need or the breakthrough that you do know is coming or the pain that you're so tired of having or the financial struggles that you believe God has a, a win and a breakthrough for you. And I believe it that he does too. We are called to remember that our pain, our struggle, our yearning for provision I want you to remember how God felt when he sent Jesus, his only son, to die on a cross in a fallen world for us. There is no pain. There is no suffering. There is no lack that can possibly touch the sacrifice that God made for us. And reminding ourselves that we already have everything we need right here right now that we are provided for we have sufficiency in all things at all times 
when we seek the kingdom of God, the things that we need will be given to us. And that lastly, we already know how this ends. We have eternal life through Christ Jesus. By believing that Lord, that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, by speaking it out and truly believing it and surrendering your heart to him, you are saved. You are saved. The other night, friends, most beautiful story, Landon, my little guy, we were reading scripture and brought up how Jesus was created from the Holy Spirit and Mary. He was half God and and half human. And my son said, when I go to Bible club, mom, they ask if we want to receive the Holy Spirit, but I'm scared, but I want to go up. And I asked my brother and he said, he's already been up too many times. (laughs) I have one overachiever. Please raise your hand if you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Whoop, there goes Miles' hand for the 17th time, right? But Landon is softer. He is super in tune with his emotion. He really cares about making the right decision at the right time. And so for him to even tell me this, I knew that this was for real. And I said, well, son, we don't have to do it at Bible Club. We can do it right now. And so I said, would you like to have the Holy Spirit live in your heart? And would you like to give your life to Jesus? And he said, yes. And so together we, we held hands and we simply said this prayer, Lord God, I ask you to come into my heart, that the Holy Spirit would be part of who I am. And I believe with all of my heart and soul that Jesus Christ is the way And I accept him as my Lord, as my Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins, Lord, and for helping me walk your path. I'm so grateful that I get to be with you for the rest of my life and for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. And as I cried my eyeballs out, my son proceeded to tell me that his whole body was hot and he could feel the Holy Spirit in his heart. And it just wrecked me. And I want you to know that if that hasn't been your story yet, it can be. You don't have to be six years old. You don't have to be, you don't have to be, you know, 30 years old. It can be any moment, any day of the week. It can be right now. It can be you saying that exact same prayer. Replay this episode and say that prayer with me. And accept God because, accept Jesus in your heart because we already have the provision. We already have every single thing that we need. And it's all through him, because of him, for God, with God, forever beside God, so that we can rise to be with God. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited for what's to come in your life. And I know that provision is coming your way in new and expected ways and you get to pray out for it, call out to God in excited anticipation of what he wants to do and what he wants to show you in your life when we walk in his glory. Love you so much. And in Jesus' name we pray because that was like such a prayer. Amen. I'll see you guys back real soon. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. 
quitty, please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.